So anyway, so that's that's what we're talking about. I really think the Saints will win the Super Bowl. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's no I just I think I said it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the women I've been with, very there's a lot of insecurity, a lot of drama, a lot of you know uh, infidelity in the past, and I grew up with that too. I grew up in a very that, that oh, breeds, there you go. that breeds mistrust. There you yeah, go, yeah. Man. Oh yeah, dude. My my mom and I. This this is this is a joke I do on stage too. I talk about how dysfunctional my upbringing is. My mom traded husbands. Like you and I would trade a car like every few years, uh-huh. which so wasn't so bad because which wasn't so bad because I've always enjoyed that new dad smell. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's a good line. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. I wrote that myself. That's a good line. Good <laughs> but no, seriously. But that's that, well, you just right. you just gave the cat out of the body. Yeah, that, that's it. You just you, you just told yeah. us where this is coming from. Well, again, it, and it's and it's yeah, but uh, like it's like most of them that I've been with, it's just been an insecure, you know, like Monica. I should you say. attract what you put out, man. Right. Possibly, maybe I don't know. Yeah, exactly I don't know. What it is. But that's not. A, look, you're a human being. You have flaws like everybody else. Can so we I've, introduce I've ourselves to... on this uh, podcast? I'm sorry, Darren Carter. <laughs> hey, Chris Marta. <laughs> How are you, buddy? But see, I, are we going to do? I wonder if I need to do just put it out as a continuation, as we're just a free flowing thing, hmm. or as a second. I mean, let's plug ourselves, anyways. Yeah. My name's Darren Carter. <laughs> Dean Larratt. We're all back here again. That's right, Darren Carter. I'm Chris Mata. Yeah. Kevin Alderman. Yeah, Darren Carter's here. I don't know if you guys. Hold heard on, that. buddy. Right, let right, me right, finish right. introducing myself. Pocket Party <laughs> Podcast. Hey, I didn't know I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I got a podcast. It's called the Pocket Party Podcast, and and it's we have like 42 episodes. I want Chris on it. Chris is great, yeah. and D, both Dr. Dean Larratt and Kevin Alderman have been on a few times, and it's great. We did like a roundtable one mm-hmm. that. Um, Recently, episode forty-one. I'm getting it's a lot of hits. It's breaking like records. A lot of hits. Yeah, I'm you're getting, welcome. Yes, seriously, people. My you brother, grateful <clears throat> prick. <laughs> no, I am thankful. My brother-in-law thought it was funny because he goes, "What is it about comedians?" He's like, "They all had like these better lives before they moved to L.A." I know what's you wrong know? with us? Because he, because you know what I mean. He's like, yeah. he's like, you know, like he goes, "It's almost like those people like in my country, I was a scientist. Now I drive mm-hmm. for a taxi." Because <laughs> you know, like uh, I think like like Marcella was like, "I own an insurance company. Sure. You know, yeah. I'm waiting tables and doing the YooHoo room." And then I was thinking about that. Like, I, I was, uh, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I think there's probably a lot of guys like me that um, were normal suburban dads and hu- husbands and and but they were just maybe miserable in that Those situation people are miserable right, man you're, you're living the my life what's right. that billy joel song it's chris yeah. mata talking everybody chris yeah. mata <laughs> oh and i have a podcast called what's the mata but it's just oh, me that's good that's, that's me. cool yeah. Yeah. what's the yeah. mata and how long and, and is it what length of time do you run on that oh it's usually half an hour yeah and how often do you do it I was doing it weekly up until uh, I got really busy writing scripts. I'm writing scripts right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my scripts was uh, the finalist at uh, Cannes Festival. So nice. nice. I you. love Cannes. Thank you very much. <laughs> cans of yeah. beans. Oh, yeah. I, I, cans. <laughs> I prefer bottles, but Root whatever. Beer. Like nah, Hollywood food. Hills. Uh, best. Yeah. It, I got the best uh, cold open out of the entire. Nice. Yeah. Nice, so I was just man. writing scripts. Anyway, I got busy with that. So, uh, how many episodes of your podcast have you done? Fourteen, I think now. Yeah, and I was on one, and it's just now catching on. I haven't done a podcast for like two months, and it's just now catching on. Dude, that's how it is. It's like, like I, I, I think it was like a slow build, and then, and then, um, like I said, I'm on episode forty-one and stuff. Now I'm, it's starting to catch on. You know, like yeah. uh, we somebody gave somebody gave me a great, great advice. He was like, try to get one big guest like every month, like once a month, right. just one big one, just like a big whale that comes in and makes a big splash. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want the pressure of like trying to. Book guests, you know, I was like, oh, God, right. it's going to be, because I, I used to have a podcast back, you know, like five years ago, 
and it was uh, that was kind of a stress where it's like, oh fudge, I gotta, you know. But um, yeah, I don't want to curse. You can cuss on mine. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Darn it! Um, I, want, I don't know if people heard. It's what's a mad? What's a mata? What's, what's a mata? Because your last name is Mata. M A T A. Right. What's a mata? Who's on where? And can't you tell that my ties to the Yeah. So J R Brown once, like way back when, he grabbed my phone and he he took it into because you know the acoustics in the bathroom are amazing. So he takes it and he goes, "What's the matter with the girl?" And that was my. your lead. No, that was my voicemail. That's cool. That's cool. J R Brown, we toured together back in the early nineties. So. Funny, he used to do this one bit I used to love. It was uh, Popeye singing Iron Man, and he goes, "I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> I eat my spinach in a cup." That's hilarious. Okay, he did one. Yeah. He was like, "Okay, yeah. we wrote this song when we were teenagers. It's called No Wait." So he would hit one chord and it would mess up. No wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 That's yeah. true, man. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah, I don't do any impressions. I don't do any singing. I don't have any good voices, nothing, man. How Just, many episodes of your podcast have you done? I'm curious. Uh, this was probably, maybe, this is going to be probably seven. Maybe. Seven? Yeah. Maybe seven or eight. Dude, that's cool. See, like yeah. he said, it starts kicking in yeah. episode 14. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people will listen to this podcast like six months from now and go back and listen to some of your. Mm-hmm. So people are right now discovering it, even though we're recording this now. Or they might push. Yeah. Stop and listen to Pocket Party or What's oh. a Mata. So, well, then they'll come back. They'll come back. As, as, yeah. what's I try to say this. Hey, what's that, J.R. Brown? Does he got a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to say this all the time. Am I? It's off the cuff, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an original. I think yeah. idea. It just evolves as you're going on. It just it happens. Yeah. Whatever happened. Now we happen to be in the YooHoo room right. in the Flappers and just hanging out. But um, we no none of you guys knew tonight that we were going to do a podcast. Right. It's off I, the cuff. Literally. It's literally off the cuff. And I just ask these guys if you want to do the podcast and they're like yeah, yeah. So that's I think the reason Kevin is so nice to me like when it comes to promoting the podcast because I, I I was one of the guys that was like you gotta do it and here's how you do it yep. we were right in front of the Hollywood Improv and I go you got a phone on you and I'm like it's almost like it's Amway and shit I'm like, like <laughs> I, I must do it I, I used to be do. an Amway by the way really 18 years I was an Amway oh, damn yeah matter of fact the biggest distributor yeah. in the world of Amway Dexter Yeager just passed away uh, last week oh, and really? I was, I was uh, sponsored by him wow so, but but go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, okay, so but I go because I I always felt like <laughs> that's um, see, that's a good joke. You can actually do that joke. You can actually say, did you know, if, ladies and gentlemen, did you, uh, you know, make it like a news thing. You yeah, know, yeah. In the news. Uh, Dexter so and so, the founder of Amway, whatever the hell you yeah, want to do. And yeah. then, so after you say that he died, you say, now seven other people underneath him have to die. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah, I was. I was in, seven pallbearers. I mean, I, I like that joke. That's right. a good one. No, no, no. Underneath. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's a pyramid. Yeah, it's a pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you, baby. That's me. Yeah, that's a fucking great line. Yeah, it is a good. It's line. a great line. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's kind of sad though, because it really is kind of sad. Oh uh, come on, the guy was two hundred years old. How old was uh? He guy? was, uh, I think, seventy something. Oh really? But let me just say this. Though. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I just know like there's a certain freedom that comes with having a podcast because there's nothing worse than like staring at the clock, waiting for showtime at night. Maybe you're not even on stage or hoping to get on stage. So, when. You know, thank God we have all this cool stuff now because in the '90s we were just waiting to get on, and then, mm-hmm. but now it's like I'm like, you want to know how to do a podcast? Boom! You don't need, you don't really need to have like like this mixing board or these microphones. Right. I go if you have a phone, you can do it. And, and and I found out about this thing called Anchor.fm, which is what you're using now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's it's great. It's like you could no, it's really you know, cool. I was thinking this the other day, and I think I was going to ask. I was asking you or or maybe Chris. Um, if, if, if you had access to ABC Studios and they said, you can come in here anytime, day or night you want, say anything you want, do anything you want, we'll film it for you, 
Uh, now, any any props or whatever that you have to cover that yourself, but you can have access to our TV TVs whenever you want and say whatever you want. What would you do, and how often would you do it? That's, the That's a great UHF. question. That's Werner Yankovic's oh, yeah, UHF. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the point to it, though, is this. This is what we have with the, the Internet now. We got our cell phones. We can actually do. We can record ourselves every single day doing something. Yeah, we we. It's ridiculous. And if you're not doing it, you're an entertainer. We really yeah, can. Right, yeah. You know, Brett Ernst said in the first very first podcast on what you were talking about. He said, "There's no more gatekeepers now." Yeah. If you can create some kind of content that people like through your phone. Yeah. Just you can create a fan base. You, you can become a star. You become a, you get a fan yeah, base, you and you're going to get booked in any club in the country yeah. or in Dubai. But that's what everybody's doing. Yeah. Or the yeah. DMZ. Yeah. Or the DMZ. So yeah, so I'm trying to figure out. Okay, how can I do this without it looking? I think at that point, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was thinking like, you probably wouldn't even want to get booked at every club in the country if you're really that popular. You could be like, hey, I'll just, I've seen guys that were like, you know, um, they were popular on Vine, and then they moved it over to like Instagram. <laughs> And they'll just do like meetups. So like, hey guys, I'm doing a meetup. Meet me at the farmers market, and then people will just show up, and then well, I, and then I, eventually they would. Yeah. yeah, I think having the clout though is yeah, what, what you're looking for. You know, having stock value in in, in your in who you are as a performer um, helps because you call the improv in in Virginia Beach or whatever, and say, hey, yeah. I could bring a hundred people in your club. What night can I have? Yeah. And you're going to have that kind of power. That's right. You know, when when I open for celebrities like big celebrities, it's amazing how different I'm treated. And not that I'm disrespect or anything, but it's amazing how different I'm treated than the person who's bringing all the people. I mean, they're treated like royalty. And they they deserve it. They've got the name. Give us an example. Uh, if you can think of one. Ari Spears. I opened for him. Um, yeah. Ari Spears. Okay, okay. Ari, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Bob Saget. I opened for them. Okay. Um, they, the, the bookers went, I mean, whatever you want. They picked him up in a nice car. You know, they got someone following around. This guy right here, anything you want, you just tell him. He'll take care of it for you. All that stuff. And I'm in the green one with Bob, and then the booker comes in, and they got to talk to us. And Bob's like, Kev, can you take take a walk? I'm like, no problem, man. You know, and I get my check. I think I, I, I did a, a whole weekend with him, and I got like $235 for the weekend. And he probably made $60,000, oh, like, you know. And he deserves it. He's Bob Saget. He's a good dude, though. He's a great guy, yeah. and he deserves I get I that. Used to, I used to drive him through chiropractic school. Oh, really? Yeah. I drove for a limousine company. Okay, yeah. Super cool guy. Oh, great. He, dude, let me tell you something. This guy is so nice. Yeah, when when I first met him first time i opened for him was in birmingham alabama at the stardom and um i was dating my girl monica here who we broke up with she has an 11 year old daughter now who loves bob saget and loved the fuller house well i asked bob i told monica i'm opening for bob saget her daughter's freaking out i love her daughter she's amazing and then um, i said to bob i told bob go my girlfriend's daughter loves you. Do you mind doing a video? This dude took my phone oh, yeah. and go, "Hey, Sophia, this is Bob Saget." Wow, that's he did cool. a video, that's and I said, and she cried for dad. days over wow. that. She just, she's like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. nicest guy in the world. So he, he really deserves is. all the money he's got. Which, by the way, uh, when I was in um, Charlotte, I was talking to the booker. I go, "Man, Bob Saget." I looked him, looked him up, googled him. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, he made so much money because uh, he had those shows. My book, sorry, the sorry, booker sorry. says, "No, no." Three hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, oh, look at what happened. He had those two shows. Oh yeah, at the same time. America's funniest. America's funniest. Um, uh, Full House. Full House. Yeah. Now he's in Fuller House, and he's also written movies. Yeah. He's directed movies. Right. He's got his comedy albums. If I remember correctly, didn't he du- direct Dirty Work with Norm Macdonald? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah that one. Work. That one I heard didn't do very well. Saget's a good, good, good guy, man. And and here's a here's a funny thing. I, I dated his first cousin, oh, Sandra really? Heppenheimer. 
Mm. I dated Sandra Heppenheimer, who was a big shot at Calvin Klein. Dude, Dr. Gene is like, you're like, you're like that six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, let's do that. I dated yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, because the other day I mentioned somebody, in, like earlier on the other podcast we did, you mentioned, yeah, there's some guy on Keto Diet on YouTube, Doug, yeah. and then you were like, oh, Doug Stein. He's a yeah, chiropractor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows everybody. <laughs> I right? met him at Eric, Applebee's Eric, once. Eric. Yeah, I know Eric. Yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric, yeah, what was the name I threw it? Yeah, I threw another name, uh, like a... Like a name, and you. But I say it, it very nonchalantly. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. Cooking pasta as I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did. It was somebody. It was, was like, oh, it was. Uh, uh, oh, tonight at the um, at the Hollywood Improv. Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Michael Rappaport's so down there performing. And, I and said, you go, you go, yeah, I go, yeah. yeah. I used to drive him home at night from, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes, he's like, what? That's I go, funny. Yeah, when he had no money in his pocket, and I said, I'm the only one on the planet besides his mother and his and Mark Lano who know. What he was paid for Zebrahead, he actually told me because mm. he was no he was nobody. He yeah. just got picked up. He got spotted in an audience on a open on a mic by Oliver Stone. Oh wow! Yeah, that's how the story goes. Are those stories know. true though? Well, yeah, he handpicked him. Oliver Stone handpicked him to uh, to play the role. His first movie was a movie called Zebrahead with Ray Sharkey. Yeah, but but okay. but really, did did, did he have an agent? I mean, like, there's a story that uh, the yeah, term- you know what? His, his that's fr- the other backstory. I was the manager at Melrose from ninety to ninety three. Uh, the showroom, the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. it's on yeah. Melrose. Melrose Improv. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he liked. We got along. I used to drive him home at night. He was yeah. taking uh, taxi cabs or whatever. Right. You're yeah. driving your personal car. Yeah, my my 1989 Hyundai Excel. Yeah. Okay. Because you also said you're a limo driver, so we wanted. Oh, to hear. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. No, I but one to, time I was just yeah. casually mentioning like Jay Leno. And he goes, Yeah, Jay Leno. Jay. He uh, tells the Jay Leno story. You go every Tuesday. He takes a right turn on Riverside <laughs> and goes the whole foot. Like you get, you know, these guys' schedules. He's at he's at my Riverside and Burke. Riverside. Yeah. If you want to do a podcast with with Leno, just hang out long enough at the Riverside Coldwater. Uh, so I'm sorry, Jay. Right. At the Riverside Coldwater Whole Foods, he's he's there two three days a week <laughs> on the way home. Just walk up with your phone. Hey man, I can't believe you told me this. <laughs> Jay, we're doing a po- podcast. It is. Jay, we're yeah. doing a podcast right now. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Jay will talk to you. Jay's yeah. Jay's the coolest. I t- when I first got here to LA, I bet Jay at the improv. He's the coolest. He's, yeah, he talk to anybody. And he says to me, I says, Hey man, it's nice to meet you. I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to meet you. I'm a no- yeah. I go, I'm a comedian from North Carolina. I just been here three months. He goes, um. No, so I just got here. He goes, don't worry, it takes three months to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But Wait, Chris, what were you saying about the six degrees? Should oh, we name- I, yeah, I thought you were going to do it. Oh, oh, oh. So what should we do? Like name, name a celebrity and see if he's... No, it's oh, Kevin Bacon. God. How do oh. you do that? How do you get to Kevin Bacon? Okay, oh. here's my Kevin Bacon story. All right. I have a Kevin Bacon story. I'm, sure. This is a six degrees... Yes, within the six degrees. But yours is directly to Kevin Bacon. Directly to Kevin Bacon. Okay, that's well, one degree. Well, no, cause, well, I want to know how this Kevin, how's the story, how's the thing go? Are you familiar? It, it was like a popular game. I've heard of it, day. but how, like, how do you get to Kevin Bacon? Who yeah. do you know that gets there this is, person, this person, this person? Like I know Bob. Saget. For example, Michael. You know Bob Saget. Yes. Okay. So then I don't know. I don't know. So you would have to find. You would have to go on IMDb and see if Saget is in any of the work. With 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 Kevin someone Bacon. who worked with okay. someone who worked. Yeah. That's not. That's yeah. only three degrees. So basically, they're saying it doesn't matter. The, the, okay. It's yeah. a triangle. How many degrees? Everybody okay. on the planet okay. seems to be some Six way connected to Kevin, to Kevin Bacon. Bacon. So they, it's become so relevant and so mathematical that it's actually become a thing. Yeah. And okay. and you are. I am one actually going to get it to you one degree. Okay, go. I'm going to give it to you one degree. And my very first limo job. 
that Chris Hunley at the Limousine Connection on Vineland, <laughs> I got to plug him. <laughs> he's still around? And he, he's lent me a lot of money when I was broke, mm-hmm. and I paid every money, every dime back. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, DarrenCurtis.com slash <laughs> donate. Chris Hunley. <laughs> um, Chris, if you're listening. <laughs> what's the name of your um, podcast, Darren? Oh, what is it? I don't know. You, um, people can find it. He gives me oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Pocket Party Podcast. <laughs> Like only you know, listen to the Kevin Olderman episodes. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you my want. very first job as a limo driver, first friggin' job, 1990. I'm in Cairo school, so it's, I'm in the prerequisites to Cairo school. So I'm taking the sciences. 92, 92. Um, I took a job on the weekends when I wasn't even working. When I wasn't working with improv, Melrose Improv. I usually did like Monday through Thursday. On Friday and Saturday, they had other guys doing the okay. management. So. Um, uh, on the weekends, I would drive the limo, and the very first job he ever gave me, and this is before intercoms, this is before smartphones, this is before mm-hmm. cell phones. Right, oh yeah. Okay, everything was done with a, hey, base, base, this yep. is, uh, mm-hmm. this is 14. The CB. Yeah. Almost like a CB. Right, 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 I couldn't remember. Regular one now. Right, right. So, um, I get this thing, and he goes, all right, listen, this is your first job, I'm giving you a heavy hitter right now, mm-hmm. and I go, who's the guy? And he goes, Kevin Bacon. I go, What? My first gig, never mm. drove a limo, man, mm. no, okay? So I go, Kevin Bacon? Oh, man, and he was really hot that time. You know, he, he, I, I Big mean, time, yeah. His career, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I don't even know, it might have been Footloose, 92, Ooh. I don't know. I think Footloose was prior to 92. Somebody checks that. Footloose yeah. was before that. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Is it but before? he did one with Jennifer Aniston, uh, didn't he, too? He's done a gazillion, yeah. man, but he, he had something big coming because it was the Johnny Carson show. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I was taking him to the Tonight Show to plug mm-hmm. something. So I t- he lived off of Moraga. If you're on the 405, okay. I, remember, I remember Viraga, Moraga. I can't tell the address afterwards. I don't know it. I can't. Yeah, I don't. Okay. And, um, but it was off Moraga. You have to get off the 405 on Moraga. And uh, I get up there. I'll never forget it. It was a day like today. It was rainy. Mm-hmm. It was a shitty day. And I get up there, and it was a weird yeah. friggin' mount top where you where the cars were. It was like almost like you could land a helicopter. Right. It was one of the weird thing, And... Um, all of it. and uh, so she she comes out. Kira Sedgwick oh, okay. comes out. Is she yeah. beautiful? She she's good looking. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she wasn't even dressed. It was like she was she's naked. Wrapped, no, like a robe. Man. Did she ask about me? <laughs> no. She said, "What's the story with that guy? Is he really that jealous?" <laughs> I'm not um, jealous, bro. <laughs> Maybe it's a year ago. Maybe it's it right. No. It's still holding. No, you know what it is. I'm right. Is what it is. Hey, yes, I'm you're right. right. You are right. That's what yes, it is. Okay, uh, you're right. I'm always right. Hey, you're um, right, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So she comes out, I, I go, hi, um, I don't even know the, the core, how are you supposed to do this? I know nothing, it's my first gig. Yeah. And I go, uh, uh, hello, and she comes to the door, she must have looked outside and saw the car, and uh, she goes, can I help you? And I go, I'm thinking to myself, can I help you? Mm-hmm. You're expecting a limousine, yeah. okay? And I go, oh, hi, Kira. Uh, uh, you said her name oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Who do you guy. think you are? I'm not that <laughs> I mean, you weren't first name basis with not that Miss, much older. Sedgwick. Miss Sedgwick, please. I'm, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm she has some respect. 28. I'm 28. She's like, I think at the time, maybe 29, 30. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, you're not... Miss Sedgwick? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I go, I, I'm like, hi, Kira. I said, my name is Dean. I'm the limo driver. I'm supposed to be picking up Kevin for tonight's show. She goes, they didn't get in touch with you? And I go, mm. what's the matter? Johnny has the flu. Show was canceled, which it oh, was. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It actually was. It never aired that night, blah, blah, blah. So as she goes, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. You had to take the roads with yeah. the limo, with the stretch mm. limo. Mm-hmm. She goes, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. And um, with that, 
a blue Toyota Corolla shows up. It had to be the help's car. Mm-hmm. He gets out of the car. He's not, not even remotely dressed for Carson because he already got the word. Right. Okay. And he's like, and he sees the limo and he knows what the deal is. He goes, oh, bro. He goes, are you who I think you are? And mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said, she just told me. And he was like, oh, he goes, I'm so sorry. Nobody got in touch. There was no way to do any of that stuff. Right, there's no, no phones no communication. and communication. Yeah. And um, he was just very cool. He yeah. was really sweet. And, I, and, and he actually gave, they actually, the two of them, she came out to the, to the, out of the door at that point. You right. Know, say hello to her husband, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And, um, and I said, hey, I'm from New York, and, and he's from Manhattan, if I remember correctly. And mm. she's, I think, from Philly or something. But they're definitely in that area. And they have a house there, an apartment there. I said, I'm from New York City and, and from Queens originally, and we started rapping. And I said, can you get any pointers? You know, I just got out. I've right. been out here two and a half years. Mm. And um, you have any pointers? And they were really sweet and really, you know, bang away, bang away, yeah. bang away. Don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. That, that, that was really what mm-hmm. they, that's all they can really mm-hmm. say at that, at this stage yeah. of the game with this business. And he was very sweet. He was a super cool guy. And um, did he say, "Look up Harvey Weinstein"? Did he? He have said, "Yeah." By the way, if you ever, no. But uh, he was. That was my. That's my six degrees of. I think oh, my you know what's cool about when you're from New York? I feel like there's like this connection. You there know? is like, a fraternity. Like, like when you're in a like, fraternity like, to like, it. I remember when, in these acting classes I would take, and there. I have a Harvey Weinstein story. Oh. Go, go ahead, but go ahead. You know, oh, I was just saying, like in casting situations, they go because a lot of times we, we used to practice like auditioning, and because these things would come up, like you walk, they walk into the room, okay, uh, da, 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 this is Dean Larratt, and they'll be like, and they'll ask you like, the ca- I'll be casting, and I'll be like, I'll, 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 for example, I'll say Kevin, I'll be like, uh, how you doing today, Kevin? How you doing? <laughs> like why is he talking about weird? I'm from New York. Where, how you doing? You, you are you from New York? I'm from New York. Hey, I'm from New York. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Hey, where, where borough are you from? I'm from the Queens, man. Oh, Queens. <laughs> I'm from. I'm from Queens. Yeah, you fucking no kidding me, man? Did you used to go to the Fourth Street? Or, uh, yeah, 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 there's yeah, no yeah, connection because yeah. we're bullshit. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it is. A we're a couple of two dudes faking that they're from New York so they can make it a business. No, but I think a lot of people fake being from New York whenever I because or New Jersey, right? Yeah, right. I lived in. New York for uh, almost oh, 10 years wow. so whenever somebody's like oh yeah I lived in New York and they're like hey wh- where were you and I was like I was on 145th Street between Edgecombe oh, and Bradhurst I, and I was like right in front of Jackie Robinson Park yeah and then I'm like where were you where were you and they were like oh, like oh, they don't yeah. expect I'm like, originally from Buffalo right yeah I'm from Thornton McDougal New Yorkers know the cross streets the, the street they're yeah, on yeah, what yeah. you're in front of yeah. like everything yeah. that's correct because right now because when I I remember this is a real question a real question I had my uh an acting class because I said because I noticed one I t- everyone would come in either either listen either from New, New York or New Jersey there's like this bond or if it's like this mystical cool place like Nebraska because now you're picturing I'm from Nebraska because they're picturing like you're you know you probably grew up on a hayfield you drive right. trucks or like, you have yeah. a thermos full of coffee like there's an image but when I said I'm from Fresno there's like nothing beautiful about mm-hmm. it it's like Fresno's like cause it's in California right and it's sort of like Riverside it's not really known yeah. it's not re- yeah they're just picturing yeah. like there's nothing really like San right. Francisco's got yes the, right. you're, you're the, picturing oh this guy's artistic gold, and yeah, he's, yeah, exactly, you know, he's yeah. tech or whatever the even the word Fresno it, sound, you know, it sounds like a joke it sounds right. like it's, it's gross people you, you, even on stage sometimes they, they go yuck or they boo how or, close is I'm Fresno sorry, to or, San Francisco Two and a half hours away. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I mean, I came up with a good joke for it, though, because in class I said this and I got a huge laugh. Mm-hmm. I said, I go, maybe I should say, like, you know, I'm from Fresno Beach or some shit. <laughs> and, then, and then I said, the beach is silent, you know. Or nah, the beach is silent. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, so I came up with that joke. That's what, you know, so, yeah, that was that was a good joke. Yeah, but, yeah. but as far as, like, 
so you're from North Carolina. There's like a good image, I guess, from that, right? The South? Because the South, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um, How about you, Chris? Where are you from? Texas. See? Yeah. That's good. I like that better than North, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know the North I mean? Carolinian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't really know what... I just know North Carolina. I just picture the South. But Texas, you're like... I'm from Texas. Yeah, you're just Texas. San Antonio, like, yeah, the yeah, Alamo, dude, right. I know. Santa, yeah, Dallas Santa Cowboys. Anna, right. You're picturing the state of Texas all big and like, you know, just I'm getting hungry. I'm thinking of beans right. and yeah. steaks and like. Yeah, nachos. North Carolina doesn't have much. Nacho, yeah, it doesn't have much. Like Fresno, almost. There's yeah, nothing like really a, that stands out, you know. That like Texas. Yes, and New, New York. York. You know? It's like, right, dude, right, come right. on. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, if you're um, from Alaska, it's interesting, you know. If you say yeah. you're from Alaska, really, I'm you thinking grew up in Eskimos Alaska. and igloos and things, yeah, you know. moose, meese, meese, meese. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Brian Regan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think were you trying to say there's a connection with people? With yeah, I just noticed that like when 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 they were at, when you went to Kevin Bacon's house and it's like, hey, you're from New York, I'm from New York, and mm-hmm. dude, you had a, you ran into the dentist with Ray Liotta or something like that. Or? Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you on Chantix <clears throat> now? Say again? Are you in Chantix now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see Kyle Dunnigan's Chantix commercial? <laughs> yes, it's great, it's dude. Kyle Dunnigan is so fucking hilarious, <laughs> He's dude. He's hilarious. He is a genius. He really, the stuff that he does is hysterical. He's you so saw that funny. I don't even know what Chantix is. It's a commercial Stop for smoking. non-smoking. Stop smoking. And Ray Liotta is a spokesman. He does a commercial for it. Oh, wow. Ray Liotta really let himself go, though. Yeah, he, he, he? Well, <laughs> Chantix, he's, he's on so, Chantix now. <laughs> August 3rd, I'm having dental surgery just passed four months ago, whatever it is, for an implant. And um, and I asked this guy, a friend of mine, I go, who's a good dental surgeon? I, I want to get this thing finally taken care of, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, you got to go see Dr. Ting in Santa Monica. I'm Santa Monica. I live in Studio City, North Hollywood. What's his name? Dr. Ting. Ting. Richard Ting. Is really it because great, he takes a little surgeon. hammer and nail and all your teeth? <laughs> goes, ting, 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 ting. <laughs> great surgeon. Really great surgeon. Shout out to Dr. Ting. But um, uh, Some so, Ting. So something <laughs> something going on. Here. This is garage um, clothes that we're in. So we. What's that? Does the garage? I'm sorry. Does no, no, it, it doesn't close. There's no way for it to close. The one connected oh, no. to here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, street. the parking garage right here. Yeah, you're right? Good, you're good. It's always open. You just have to be out of there by three. I'm parked on the side, the street right here. You're fine. Okay. So but you have to be move the car by three a.m. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm long gone before that. Is Ting his last name or his middle name? Richard Ting. I heard this. Wasn't it? There's a guy named Sum Ting Wong. <laughs> Open with that. Did you see him at two thirty? That joke. Two thirty. My my two thirty. Two thirty. My two thirty. Something wrong. Two thirty. That's a bad joke, man. I, this is Darren Carter. I'm glad I didn't say that joke. Something wrong. Two thirty. So I go into the. I go into the. I go into the. What do you call into the dentist? I, I take this guy's word for it. I go and make you Chris is losing over here. Sorry, Dean. No, Chris no, 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 no. It's great. We're professionals, Darren. <laughs> I know. How I know. dare you? I know. I'm, so, I'm uh, sorry. I don't know where that came from. And, uh, so we go. I go in and to do the surgery. To who? Third, With who? To Richard Ting. <laughs> my two thirds. Dick Ting is the name. <laughs> Dick Ting. Dick Ting. Dick really? Ting. <laughs> oh my God. Dick Herting. Dick Herting. You went to go see Dick Ting at two thirty. Two thirty. Went to see two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. So we, uh, I go in there, and there's nobody in this in this waiting room, and it's a beautiful office. The waiting room was the size of most offices, and uh, it was beautiful. And I look to my left, and Ray Liotta yeah. is reading a book with his glasses on, blah blah blah, and I'm going, and I look, and I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting. 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm Chris, fine. I'm no, good, Chris man. Is That's no problem. Yeah. Left is great, man. Left is great. It's so, so stupid. <laughs> I know. So something got to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, go ahead. No, it's all good, man. Keep so you met, you saw him, that. you saw him in the Ray Liotta. So I see Liotta, and I look. Is it Liotta or Liotta? Liotta, I think. Liotta, yeah. And I, so I see him, and there's nobody in there except me yeah. and him. And the, so the girls come up to me the, at the uh, reception there, and they uh, say, "Dean, you're here for uh, good, Chris. Sur- you're here for the surgery." Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's great. I'm happy that somebody's laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> So he goes. Yes. So I go. I I, I go. I, so they they give me the, the dean. You're here for the appointment. But yeah, 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 yeah. And then I see. I look up and I go, Ray Liana, and he looks up. And he goes, Yeah, hi. And I said, uh, I said, uh, Hey man, can I ask you something? Uh, am I in a good position here? Um, I said, Am I in a good position here, man? And he goes, Oh, you're gonna love them. They're great. These are my, I've been had these dentists for years. You're gonna love them, so I um, I go okay, cool. And I actually said to him, I said, hey, if Ray Liotta is in this uh, dentist, then and did he correct you? Goes Liotta, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he, he he was cool. I said, you know, if he can, if he's here and he can go just about anywhere, this guy must be good. Sure. So I uh, I just said to him, I said, hey man, can I just put my water down here while I go use the restroom and keep an eye on it? And, and he goes, yeah, yeah, come up, come up. He goes, come back and sit next to me. And I was like, oh, cool. It was very cool. He was yeah. a very cool guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I come back from the restroom and I sit down next to him and uh, I said, you know, while I was in the restroom, I realized that we know some of the same people from when you were hanging out. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, said, Fresno, North Carolina. He goes, let me guess, you know Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I started mentioning names like, you know, Kenny and so and so, and this one, uh, and I even mentioned, I think, uh, Chuck Zito, uh, that I would see in Manhattan. Dude, I got a better game. I got, I'm sorry. Go okay, I got a game. I got a game. Go I got ahead. a game. Let's say, okay. let's say, let's say we're like, we'll think of a celebrity and we'll see, like, if Dean knows how to get into their world. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I know Kenny. Oh, don't make it about me. It's, it's, no, no, it's I'm just Kevin, It's Kevin's show. Well, I'm just curious. Let's do, like, a two-minute game. All right. Yeah, All right. Pat Sajak. Let's see what you got yeah. here. Pat Sajak. Let's say if you this... want to... Let's say... Dude, there's Pat Sajak at Whole Foods right now. <laughs> how, do we, how do we get into his world? Where do you walk up to Pat and you say... Can I sell you a vowel? Oh, he's probably heard that before. Um, that's what I'm saying. No, I got nothing on Pat Sajak. I have nothing. Okay, who else I would say it? Will Ferrell does a better job than you do <laughs> as Pat oh, Sajak. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. see him on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so let's say you wanted to meet Will Ferrell. The only thing with Will Ferrell is I'd be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm friendly with Judd Apatow. You know, from the old days. That's the only thing because they're friends. You know, so but other, good. other than that, and he would be like, "Oh, that's great." Hey, you I'm know? buddies with J A. Who's J A? John Apatow. Oh, I you know the towel. You act extra friendly. No, I, I'm. I, I never say <laughs> friends. Blah blah. I'm friendly. Do what when I send Judd an email and I have to ask him a question or something. Blah blah blah. Or make a comment about the Gary Shanley. He gets back to me, but it's you know, I, I don't bother him. Can I get on your movies? Can I this? I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, I wait for him to maybe say, "Hey man, can you Who play else, Kevin? A, give him a name." Um, like who you might know? <laughs> no, no. If, if you saw a celebrity in a grocery store, and you're like, damn, here's my chance. Dean, go strike up a conversation. I don't want to come off like I'm, you know, Mr. Well, I think I think we all would you know have I mean? different yeah. strategies on how we do that. I mean, no, but Dean's good because he he knows a lot of people. He's been around. That's what my point is. He's been I, I in do, L.A. for a long time, I and he's like, have laid a yeah. seed Jamie Foxx. Very simple, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is easy. Uh, hey, uh, you and I hung out the night before. 
Uh, it's real easy. That's an easy one. The night before you won the award with Ray, Chris Spencer and you went to the Four Seasons Hotel where I was hanging out with Sebastian Maniscalco because <laughs> mm -hmm. he was working there as a waiter. Sebastian okay. was working there as a waiter? Sebastian was a waiter. And I used How long to go, ago was that? I used to go to the Four Seasons with my, I would drop my clients off at their restaurant wherever they were eating dinner with the limousine. Mm -hmm. The limousine. I would go and, uh, it's only like 31 hours. I would go to the, to, they, they would say, come back in two hours. Pick yeah, so how long ago was this? Because Sebastian is a rock star now. Night, yeah. Oh, God. I saw his special the night. I watched, what'd you think? I thought it was good. I love, I, I, I watch it again. Well, watch what it, it again. What it, it has nothing to do with him because he's, the ending, yeah, the ending, the the final joke. The final, yeah, the, the yeah, closer. There, I there's thought, obviously an editing situation. Yeah, yeah. There. That's the thing about when you're doing those big theaters. Yeah. When you're watching it on TV, it's hard to really gauge the laughing laughter level. They weren't mic correct. Yeah, guess, so exactly. it almost felt like. I mean, I could tell he was but killing the material it. Material is is. He's, just, oh, he's so good. He's so he's so, good. so good. So but good. but the laughter didn't feel like I couldn't no, feel it from the that's audience. Exactly what other people were saying. <clears throat> yeah, but he's he's amazing. He is he's an amazing hysterical. comedian. He's Which, like by his, the way, I was yeah. watching him, and I want to talk about this because we got twenty nine minutes left. Um, this question might sound amateurish. Amateurish is that the right yeah, word? Yeah. I don't know. But I, I was watching Sebastian, and he's got a he's a great example of this. Um, and we're all comedians here, so we understand what, what I'm about to ask you. But when I watch him, he'll he'll present his issue, you know, my wife, this or whatever. And then obviously he gives you exaggerated examples of his of observation or his experience right. or his feelings or whatever. Um, and and we all do that. We have jokes like that. Um, and then a lot of jokes we have that are just um, the well written words that sound like I like the joke I did earlier about my mom and the new dad smell. Yeah. Okay, that's a funny line. Great line. But the deeper laughs, I think, and, and Ari Spears told me this. He goes, your big money payoff is going to come from the act-outs. When you, when you can act out the scene that you just presented to the audience mm -hmm. and do a funny job at that, that's where the big payoff is going to come. And Sebastian is a master at He's that. He's a master, master. of getting there's a lot the of guys. physicality. Oh, it's amazing. So, so the question for, for you guys is how do you guys – what do you guys do to try to find a scenario? Like when you have a, an idea for a joke – and you present the premise, then you maybe hit the one-liner, ha-ha, oh, yeah, and then you go into the performance of it. Okay, now it's funny you said that, because I even told him to watch this. He was on Sirius Radio with Howard Stern yesterday, mm -hmm. because he's doing Madison Square Garden this yep. weekend. Okay, so he's doing four shows, sold-out shows, mm -hmm. at Madison Square Garden at 18,000. Pretty amazing. 18,000 people a pop. God bless him, man. <laughs> yeah, good for and him. And I'm real happy for him. He's great. And, um... So, uh, Howard asked him that same question, mm -hmm. almost to a T. Well, let me, before you answer, because I asked answer. him that question at the commune store. Did you really? I said, how do you come up with these act outs? He goes, I had the idea, I go on stage, and I do it. That's what he said on yeah. Howard. He goes, That's I told me at the no store. clue. He goes, I do not yeah. act out the physicality in front of Lana, my wife. He yeah. didn't say, he said, right. I don't look in front. Because Howard said to him, it's, it's a, that's ex the exact answer he gave yep. you is what he just said on, on Stern. Stern asked him, 99% of what you just said yeah. is exactly what Stern asked him. He goes, your physicality is insane. Do you plan the physicality in mm -hmm. front of a mirror or Lana, his wife, or mm -hmm. Lana, Lana or something? Do you plan that? And he answered exactly, I, I know where I want it to be, right. but I don't have a fucking clue right. where that microphone would Right, but then he said, he said if it works, then he keeps it. That's it. And he does it. That's um, it. And that's good for someone who's yeah. got ample opportunity for stage time, uh, you know, 
So, like, Darren, you're seasoned. Um, Chris, you, you guys, how long have you guys been doing comedy, by the way? You've been doing it how long, Darren? Started in 1989. You got to do the math for me, bro. I don't... 30 years. Let's just say 1990. 30 years. So 29. 29 years. <laughs> yeah. Dean? I got my first paid gig as an, as an MC in, in Morristown, New Jersey, 1988, uh, opening for a guy named Kent Casper. And, um, Kent Casper, he's a coach, right? Yeah, yes. That guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knows the guy I tell you about all the time. Well, wow, see, Dean's always connecting with do you, people. Do you, know how I, do you know how amazing he was as a comic? Or you know nothing I, about his stand-up? No, I, he never mentioned his stand-up to me. Yeah. You worked with him yeah, as a we, coach? Commercials. No, no, we were we, we were doing background commercials together for yes, a while. Yeah. Correct. That's where he made his pension. All background commercials yeah. with uh, <clears throat> extra uh, extra extra. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. See. Okay. How long have you been doing comedy, Chris? Ooh, I started in nineteen ninety nine, maybe two thousand. So nineteen years. But I did want to say I took all four <laughs> years to become a chiropractor. Sure, still counts. Okay. Still counts. I know, I know. Because I've I was, been doing it twelve years. Okay. I just I started in two thousand seven. February second is my twelfth year anniversary. Okay, cool. It's coming up, so you guys need to buy me something. Cool. Um, but how could you start comedy after nine eleven? <laughs> really, Kevin? That's yeah. so disrespectful. Don't yeah. you love the troops? For the, I did. That's so why I did it for the troops. Darren's not going overseas for <laughs> yeah. the troops. You disrespect him. But no, that, but is, <laughs> that is exactly. Yeah. Getting but I'm curious, like, yeah. what do you guys like, Darren? What do you? You're you're pretty active on stage. I mean. Yeah. Do you do you rehearse? How do you come up with those 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 um, act outs to? I drink lots of coffee. Yeah, and lots you just get on. Do you get on stage? And no, honestly, you know what it is. It's like AAA batteries. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I know what I'm gonna like. I know if I know what I'm gonna say, then it just kind of naturally comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like here's the joke, and then and then it. But I've always been like that. Where because then people have asked me like, do you you know where does that come? Like, do you? And it's like. You know, for example, I pick. I, I, I don't just say. I don't. Do, I can never leave the mic in the mic stand and just talk. I you know, like, never work that way. Um, I do both. I have jokes that they need. I need both my hands yeah, to do okay, something. Okay. You know. But I just really like. Like for example, let's just take the joke I did tonight. Like it's about marriage. So I said, um, you know, uh, the the way it's written is, I say, my wife is good in bed. She stays on her side. So I'm in my mind. I'm picturing like this bed, and like she's way over there, mm-hmm. and then I'm then I just have fun with it because as they're laughing, I'm like, I'm like, and then I just picture like you know. You know, doing bed angels and the, mm-hmm. so then so then I realized, oh, if I do jumping jacks, it's fun. They, as I'm doing it, they're laughing, so I just keep mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. And then and then I'm like, you know, then I, I'll throw a little song, and they're like, this is how we do it. Like I'm dancing, and they're laughing. And then where did you come up with yeah. that? Just off stage when you that song to throw that song in there? Did that happen on stage? Yeah, it happened in the moment on stage. And, okay, cool. Yeah. And you got to laugh. And you thought, I'll keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. kind of what Sebastian's saying too. I and guess. then um. And then I then I thought about like a, a real life situation where my wife goes to bed early and I go to bed like way later than her. I don't want to wake her up with my phone screen, so I'll take like some of these extra pillows and put them down the middle and kind of build them up so it blocks the light. Sure. And so then I thought that's kind of funny. So then I go, "Have you guys ever, you know, uh, build that pillow wall? You know, and then mm-hmm. that sounds funny, pillow wall. Right. And so then I act like I'm building a pillow wall. And then I thought of the whole wall thing. Mm-hmm. And so I go, uh, "I'm going to build a pillow wall, and make my wife pay for it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my friend um, Flip Schultz, he goes, "Why don't you say after that, like, I'm going to make a mattress great again." Mm-hmm. And then that gets a that's nice a laugh, and mm-hmm. you know, so that's how yeah, those are good yeah. lines. Yeah. But but the 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 it's act out part yeah. of like like you have a joke about where you yeah. eat the burger in the dark and you have the light. The oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Facial oh yeah, yeah. And you're just sitting there eating the burger and you're looking around like that. And <laughs> how'd you come up with that? That one came. How did I come up with that one? That one basically, I'm ripping off my own self from. Um, I did that same sort of joke from years ago mm-hmm. same expression and it was e- and back then I was eating cotton candy at a concert so I'd be like 
And you look so funny doing that. Shit. And, 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 and I also film myself, so I see what it looks like, mm. and I know like that looks funny. Yeah. And when yeah, he's, okay. he's talking about like old Stupid Chris, he's talking about when I do that thing where I pretend I'm eating, and I'm going. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, yeah. So I used to do this joke and, and where I'd be like, you're at the concert. Whatever. Before it was like fantasy. Like, you ever go to the concerts? And they're like, what's all my... And say, but I never... That was all bullshit. But mm-hmm. now it's more real because i talking about eating late night fast food in a parking lot and you feel vulnerable when you turn on your dome light. Yeah. Like everyone can see you. And then so I just... So I'm just... I just picture myself in the car eating like... You know, like looking around, like your eyes are looking back. It looks funny when your eyes go back and forth, <laughs> and you're just like looking. So from yeah, from start to end of that joke, do you do you think is that the biggest laugh that you get when you're eating like that, when you're doing that? Yeah, I think I think you. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the room many yeah. times. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that that yeah. Aries was right? It's like your biggest payoff is going to come from that act out. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I could say I could say funny lines all day long. If I don't have something else to go with it, yeah. an act out, an, ex- an expression or example of what I'm talking about in an act out situation, the yeah. big, big laugh's not going to come. Yeah, yeah. It's just, right? you know what it is? Just do something physical, and then, mm-hmm. and then when you film it, then look back at it and be like, and, and you'll know that that looks funny. Yeah. I remember the first time I did like some character where I was walking, did a funny walk. I made myself laugh because it was yeah. in the, it was it was in the moment and I was like oh that looks funny I didn't know I did that you know so that yeah. that explains why why stage time is so it really is I important. honestly got I write so much on stage like when I go on yeah. the road and I come back I have like more stuff young comedians more... talk to me all the time like dude it's the stage you gotta get on yeah. the stage this is the hardest like they're like tonight doing five minutes and it's, five it's harder because yeah, yeah. it's a lot of people that are probably in the arts or they're performers or they're stand up yeah, so it's yeah. like yeah. when it's like five that, minutes so I like to do yeah. just jokes right. there are yeah. no yeah. act outs it's yeah. just yeah. you become yeah. a monologist and you're just like here we yeah, go it's, it, yeah, yeah, you just want to get the shit out yeah, yeah, yeah exactly otherwise it's just one bit and you're acting it out I know on the east coast I worked a lot I was on the road a lot on the east coast I come out here and I don't get shit for stage time so stage time out here I know how important it is yeah. to build my act to grow it East Coast is so much easier to work god yeah dude Seriously. it was amazing New York, New Jersey, Connecticut yeah. Pennsylvania, oh, Grant, oh. Gary Grant Scott Patty Jeez. Cake, dude. I was Roger working all the time. Well, maybe you could set something up about like those uh, those uh, elk lodges and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of those elk lodges or dude, I've, moose dude, lodges. You know what I do all day long? Yeah. I get in front of my computer in the morning, I jack off for a while, and then I start <laughs> making. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I make phone calls and email. All that's all I do all day long. You know, I got a business. I'm trying to book comedians all across the country. I'm trying to book myself. Yeah. I'm I'm calling all kinds of. But places. I'm saying like local, like maybe like. Yeah, dude. I'm you know, like I, a, like an Oaks Lodge and like you know. I've, I've got a, I've got wineries. I'm talking to. There's a place up in oh, the Bay cool. Area that wants to maybe book me. So. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to to like plan an act out right? Because every act out I've ever done, it's always yeah, it's always in the moment, yeah. spontaneous, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And you well, know what you look like. Even yeah. Brian Regan said, have you seen Brian Regan's new show? Yeah. So anyway, really somebody funny. asks him at the end of it, like, how do you come up with these faces or whatever? And he's like, I don't know that I was doing them. He, he yeah. just does them. Yeah, he's you just the do them and then they laugh there. So then you kind of remember how you yeah. feel when you're doing it. It's yeah. like, well, also, I, was, I will say, like, I've, I've had friends through the years that are like kind of like stiff comedians. And they're like, I need to do more act outs. And then like they do it and it looks really weird. Yeah, because they don't know what yeah, they're yeah. doing. They're some like some, it's like a nerd trying to dance. Where you're, you know, Mitch yeah. Fatel is really good. at He, he does no act outs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just stands there and mm-hmm. it's one joke after the next. He's low, he's low key, but he's right. fucking hilarious. He's yeah. really, really good. But some act outs don't have to be so physical. They could be an act out with the changing mm-hmm. of the voice or whatever. You know, they don't have to be necessarily physical. I was or, watching... Go uh, ahead. Or it's they keep going with a bit and adding on to creating a world yeah, with their words. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But Sebastian has become the, the master of the physicality mm-hmm. right now. Right. I don't think he used to be like that either, huh? 
Well, it, it's funny because the, I don't remember I, if I, I like, that, like in two thousand two. Yeah, I've heard stories that when he has tried, and Sebastian, I'm just going on what I've heard. Okay, if you if you have by some fluke you're listening to this, um, and Kevin hopes you. Won't yeah, it'd be great. Exactly. Um, I heard stories, and I don't know this to be true or not, but I heard it from some people at the comedy store that when he has tried to go straight mm-hmm. with the voice, normal mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. not the. What I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't get this. Aren't you embarrassed? Right. When he st- <laughs> when he tried doing it like, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. speaking normal tone. Yeah. I heard, I I heard, not. Yeah, he puts flavor on it with all those other. Not, yeah. Did not voice inflections and things yes. like that. Did yeah. I used to have this guy that was like trying to be a comedian, and he would come to all my sh- a lot of my shows and and, and like analyze stuff. Mm-hmm. It was funny because it was like it was like it was a little bit like interesting to me, but it was also a little bit like annoying because he'd mm-hmm. be like, you'd walk off stage and he'd be like, so how would you grade yourself? Holy shit! Like, like oh, wow. mm, you know, or he'd be like, like that was interesting. Like I noticed. You're like, dude, just fucking stop noticing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, let's just have fun, man. No, like, I like the idea of just yeah. saying, okay, I have an idea of what I want to do, and let me just take it on stage and just go with it and see what happens, you know? Because if the premise is funny, you're going to be okay. You're going to be safe. You don't have to. Yeah. If the premise sucks, it's, you know, it's, the whole thing's going to probably suck. But yeah. a lot of my stand up that Bruce Smirnoff used to always say, Smirnoff, you know, um, he, he, I was always a storyteller on stage. And what's funny is, is Sebastian considers himself, if you listen to Howard Stern interview, I, I recommend that you listen to the interview if you're a fan. If you like How do we it. listen to it now, on YouTube? Uh, it would be, there's going to be, there's clips on YouTube, and then all of a sudden something said to me, I don't know what happened last night, but I was cooking, and, and, and I went, I, I, while I'm cooking up all this food here, I wonder, since I have Sirius in my car downstairs in the, in the garage, mm-hmm. I wonder if my phone, listen to this, and this really worked, if I downloaded the app for Sirius XM, mm-hmm. I wonder if it would recognize the telephone number, mm-hmm. the app would recognize the telephone it number, did, huh? my, and it recognized it, and it gave me Howard Stern, I can cool. now listen to oh, Sirius awesome. In the kitchen. That's cool. Okay, so I punch it out, and I recommend you do it. It's an hour and twenty-six mm-hmm. minutes. He tells everything. Mm-hmm. Stern has a way of pulling sure. oh, everything yeah. Yeah, yeah. out of you. Yeah. Okay, and um, <clears throat> the stories and how uh, the shit that this guy went through and all the crap and mm-hmm. everything. It, it's it's an interesting childhood mm-hmm. and everything, and but he. Um, he is he, right now. He's the master of physicality, man. He, oh, he's 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 riding a wave right now, man. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in LA. I mean, Theo Vaughn's hot right now. Mm-hmm. I guess Burt Kreischer just did his special, Secret Time. Um, you know who else has been out there? Uh, um, Joey Diaz when he did uh, was it Degenerates or whatever it was? Yeah, I thought he crushed, man. I think it was amazing. Um, so there's a lot of guys that are doing well now. Um, Social media has really... Well, when you're, when you're tied in with Joe Rogan, too, that helps. Yeah, but here's yeah. the interesting thing that I find. Um, this boggles my mind. Maniscalco is the hottest comic in the world, <clears throat> bar none, right now. He, he, we have to admit that. He is the hot... I'm not saying he's the wealthiest because Seinfeld made $57 million last year and Sebastian was fifth. Mm-hmm. He had 15. Okay, this is okay. what they listed him as, Forbes. Sure, okay, okay? yeah. And Rock had like 22, and Chappelle had like 29, 30, or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Um, so uh, the he, he, the guy is the hottest press comic in the world right now. Yeah, he okay? seems he's to be got out the there press right, right now. Right yeah. now okay? And bar none, right this second. Um, he only has 330,000 followers. Isn't that Instagram, interesting? Whereas Rogan, 10 million? Yeah. 
uh, Dalia, 2.7.5 million, whatever the hell these numbers are. I did notice that. Actually, I noticed that. I thought, you know, his followers were low. 330,000 followers. Okay? Now, I cannot tell you how many times I push Sebastian Maniscalco in my office. In other words, in my chiropractic office, the way I work, I like to have, you know how surgeons like to have music on Mm -hmm. or something on when they cut? I'm a better chiropractor when I have Bruce Springsteen on or music or Billy Joel or whatever. I'm a better chiropractor with music on. My office is not your sterile, hi, I'm Dr. Dean, blah, blah, What did Dick Ting play? Dick Ting (laughs) allowed me to play Springsteen during the surgery. I said, you, Bruce Finney, goes, we lo- all the nurses at the same time we go we love Bruce mm-hmm. okay he was he was just in the waiting room an hour ago <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it Bruce Springsteen so we're guessing about Sebastian Maniscalco and followers so he's got so he's got 330,000 okay? okay which is a low number for a guy who is oh, I know, I know. That's, none yeah. the biggest so the, comic in so the world so the question begs it begs the question what what how is that too funny the man is too funny the man is so funny that it didn't even require social media to make this guy who he is, okay? See, a lot of these guys are going out on the road on their followers. They can call. Oh, I know. Okay? I know. Yeah, this I know them personally. Sorry. Did it without owning all of the United States and and, and the world yeah. of, of followers, okay? He did it. That Showtime special is what made him. That's that first one is what is what mm-hmm. blew him up, okay? So that's the fascinating thing. But here's the bigger thing. Every time somebody comes in my office, they could be 21 to 40, doesn't matter what the age group. Also, today we're listening to Sebastian Maniscalco. I I always joke with people, today for your listening play while you're laying on the traction table, we're listening to Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Have you watched that show? No. Okay. Um, Today we're listening. So I had about seven patients come in yesterday during the Netflix special of Sebastian Maniscalco. Not one person knew who he was. Oh yeah, Not there's a lot of comedians. One. Yeah, there's a lot of amazing comedians that you'll ask a regular person. I go, I've never heard of that person. Yeah. It's incredible. And and, and I go, you you have not heard about this guy? He is the hottest comic in the world right now. In the world right now. Well, he okay. hasn't been on TV like Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Here's and all the, Hart and stuff. Here's the kicker. Yeah. He doesn't have the TVQ. He right. doesn't have the series under his belt. Right. Okay. Brian Regan. Do you know how many people don't know who Brian Regan it's is? Now, insane. Brian Regan's one of the funniest men on the planet. Yes. Okay, bar none. Yes. Okay, He's I, I, I know his brother Dennett. You yes. Know, I think all. comedians are just like less known then, I guess. They're, unless, unless you're, unless unless you're, you're an actor. TV, like exactly. Seinfeld is more like a TV actor. Yeah, you know? if you ask people about Chris D'Elia, they know him from Whitney's show. They TV. Know, yeah, they TV. Which is why my agent and I are working on. And that's, I love Chris. Career. Chris is a great guy, uh, you know. Because I don't, I don't, I've seen a lot of these YouTube guys. Um, become blew up mm-hmm. then they get on stage and unfortunately they're not that great that's it that's um, it and I'm not going to go out and do YouTube videos but the reason I moved to LA was for two reasons one is I want to be an actor I want to be a comedian I want to be successful both of those things right. and I feel like my strategy is if I could focus um, some energy a lot more energy on my acting career and maybe luckily get, luck, get lucky and get on something mm-hmm. I right. could be as seen on of course I'd rather go that route than do a YouTube thing or Instagram thing or whatever but that requires agents and managers, which luckily I've got one, and she's helping me out. But I feel like if you get on TV, that TV's puts the huge thing. that does it for you, That's and then the I can book thing. myself. Oh, as seen on whatever. TV's the huge even if it's thing. just a freaking plumber that comes up, shows up once a week or something. I don't know. Correct. A, a something. Recurring, a recurring role. Something, man. It just role. yeah. But that that's the that's the thing that blows my mind is he's 
if you think about what this guy Maniscalco has done, this guy, uh, it, it's fascinating because he didn't make it on the social media. I always, no, yeah. when, I, when he blew up off the thing, I was, I went to his Instagram page because da I didn't know anything about Instagram till August. I knew nothing about mm -hmm. this. Darren turned me on to it. Okay. It's a, it seems like it's a younger yeah, um, it's a demographic. Thing. Yeah, yeah, millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the older, like Sebastian's a little bit older. So he's, he's forty five. Yeah, so he's he's not there trying to push little silly videos, he things could like that. Give a yeah. fuck. He doesn't care. No, he has a huge fan shit. base. He, probably what he's done too at his shows, he's probably collected um, emails or, you know. Well, he's got an interesting thing that he does, man, and and I think it's fascinating. And I don't know. I hope... save it for part three. Oh no. really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, because I, no, I become a very, st I become a sort of a student of this guy because. You, so what does he do? What's so interesting? He's big on the meet and greet. Yes. Mm. Really? Very, Still? Yeah. Yeah. And and I and I think that's I, I don't know if a guy can sit and meet and greet eighteen thousand because yeah. the show is over. No, that one probably get, not. Okay. But when it's been like four thousand people. Yeah. Supposedly he takes pictures. He'll take pictures. Theo Vaughn does that too. You ha I think in yeah. the long run that's what makes you. See, Bruce Springsteen is the most approachable guy on the planet. I've hung, mm -hmm. been fortunate to, because mm -hmm. of I know his a buddy sure. of his. I've hung with him a few times, and he's the super, <laughs> nicest guy on the planet. Nicest guy on the planet. He's nothing to prove to anybody anymore. Right. He's right. Done everything. Well, I saw okay. a video of Theo Vaughn at after one of his shows, and it was this long ass yeah. line doing a meet and greet. And not only was he just shaking hands, he was joking with them. He was right. signing autographs. Taking pictures, he's yeah. doing all these deals, still videos, and people were loving it. They want to meet you, though. Yeah, what, they gotta want to meet you. And he's oh yeah, there was that. a line waiting in the line. It was yeah. like a relaxation with that too. Like if you saw him, he probably looked really relaxed. Whereas, is yeah. uh, when they don't really want to meet you, you're a little bit more tense. Hey guys, come on, get a t-shirt. Who wants it? anybody next? Yeah, hey, yeah, it's great. Thanks for coming. You know, and there's more of that. I've shit, seen which, it where comics like yeah. set up a table and just wait. Oh, and yeah. there's nobody going. Right. <laughs> no, so so you have to remember yeah, that so Sebastian bad. and yeah. maybe even Theo. Uh, I don't really know much about Theo's road work or theaters or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But obviously I know I'm pretty hooked into watching what this guy's been doing. Right, Dude, right, when right. you, listeners, ahead, when you go. guys see Kevin, want to meet him. <laughs> Please. Want no. to meet the guests. <laughs> no, you know, like, it's we'll funny, wait, wait, it's go funny go you say that, but, but honestly, if I were to be serious about yeah. it, um, going back to Sebastian, the reason why he's so successful is because he's fucking, fucking funny. funny. Yeah. And that's what I want to be. The only way people, the only way people are going to want to meet me is if they that's discover... It. This guy's fucking funny. funny. I want so really, yeah. there are a ton of funny guys that are not as successful as him. Correct. So it does. They're, that's correct. not the correct. one thing. It's not well, that he's funny. He has a whole team. He has a PR. He had a person. team. Well, at that, at that level, team. you got I mean, a team. We have like people like Judah Friedlander, Ted Alexander, right. and then Brian Reed. Nobody knows who they oh, are. No, there's yeah. comics right. that are probably funnier. Right. So okay. that's what I'm saying. So it's all subjective. Maybe yeah. somebody might not like his. I know people who think this guy's horrible. I have a friend that keeps No, sure, it's, it's subjective. Oh. But but as a comedian, for me, I know that I have to get to a point to where I am respected amongst my peers. Right. Like, Kevin's fucking hilarious. And if that happens, then I might be more attractive to bookers around the country. Of go, oh, this guy Kevin, let's send him in. Let's mm -hmm. bring him in as a headliner. And then the fan base starts to grow from there. Absolutely. You know? So being funny for me is, is right now the most important thing Absolutely. I can focus on. And then over time, hopefully the fan base starts to grow from that. But I've had people that have said to me, oh, that guy, yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand why he talks and like Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. And I go, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, you yeah. guys the funny? <laughs> That's I, a good I, impression, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I really like the guy, man. First of all, I go back when he was dead broke, man. I know him that long, okay? Well, um, there's people who do that with Reagan. I mean, with, with they Chappelle. They don't even know who he is. Oh, I don't like Chappelle. He's not that funny. Yeah. Like, hey, look, you know. I've watched Chappelle do his three and a half hours yeah. with a cigarette, yeah. which I've never understood the whole thing, how, they, how he gets away with that, with a cigarette on the front uh, at the improv. 
And I've seen Chappelle sit there uh, and just sit on the stool for a little bit. And I think a lot of people go see Chappelle for those type of shows, not only because he's funny, because he's really intelligent. He's a oh, he's smart very intelligent motherfucker. Guy. He's always working out bits, so it's not he's like working he's working out bits. Out there when he's sitting no, there and no, he's no. not crushing. He's he's working. He's, he's not struggling with thinking. anything. Right. But always... most things that come out of his mouth, I've watched a lot, especially in the later years. Um, he's very yeah. very smart. He's a very bright guy, and he says a lot of smart things. Yeah. They might not be funny yet. But when he's saying, you go, that's a good fucking point. No, that's no, he's, if you oh, watch shit. his specials, yeah. he's fucking you know, the, funny. The, he's the, funny. The audience will turn, like, uh, watching Chappelle, the, when I was in New York and at the cellar every single mm-hmm, night, mm-hmm. Chappelle would show up every night, and this was after the whole... Anyway, he goes up on stage, and, and he's just sitting there, and he's working out new bits, and the, yeah. the audience at first was really excited, but then people were walking out, and there was this one, I'll never forget, this one girl's walking out with her boyfriend, and she goes, I remember you used to be funny, like, so pissed off. Right. And I was like, yeah, the, right, the, right, the yeah. audience is right. so right. fickle. Right. Yeah, the audience you cannot trust that. Right. You can no, you cannot. You cannot. And so um, I think that's what Dave has in his head now. He's just like, I'm just going to talk. You're either going to love me or hate me. I don't care. He doesn't. He I doesn't have, need to worry uh, about building a fan base. Exactly. Right. He doesn't yeah. need to worry about a fan base. I will tell you. I, he's, a, he's a brilliant guy. I party with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, good dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Here's what happened. We we're in the uh, back, back, the back uh, bar in the um, comic store. What, yeah. what they call the video room? Yeah. And um, I was there with Schubert, and uh, Chappelle was there. That was the night Chappelle was there, and John Mayer was there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a few weeks ago, I guess it was. And so we're there, and we're in the back room. Um, me and Schubert hanging out, a couple other people. Chappelle walks back there. I'm like, oh shit, Dave Chappelle right there. Cool, this is nice. So um, then John Mayer shows up, and then the lights go down for some reason. And then he pulls out this big old blunt. <laughs> he lights it, and he hits it. And the first person he hands it to is me. I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it. So I took a hit, passed it around. I was like, yeah, I'll party with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That's the extent of my party with him, though. You should have been like, can I open for you? No, what did you say? Can I open for you now? Can I open no. for you? Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. Every time I run into him, all I have to say is, I said, I always say I'm friends with Ken Casper. And he goes, I love yeah. Ken Casper. Yeah. Let me tell you, Ken Casper, when I was 15, 16 years old, he would be headlining at Garvin's mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in Washington, D.C. And I would come up and I would beg the management to let me do five mm-hmm. minutes. He was 15 and a half, 16 years old. Oh, uh, he was amazing. And, and they would go, and Ken Casper was one of the few headlines. Because a lot of guys don't don't want anybody, especially some kid, 15 years old, 16 years old, oh, he's going to screw up my show, blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. And Kent was always like, yeah, come on in, come on and in. And then he crushes he it. never <laughs> forgot yeah. Kent. Yeah. He never forgot yeah. him. And uh, no, Dave, he's, great, Dave's yeah. a super, super cool guy. Yeah. Super cool guy. Yeah. Well, we got about, uh, looks like, two two minutes left. So um, let's, let's close this up. Does anybody want to promote anything? I have a show here. At Flappers, February fourth, seven thirty. Shout out to Marcella G for getting me booked on that. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else lined up. I'm just trying to uh, get my acting career going. Um, I'm writing jokes. I'm booking shows for my comedy. Dude, I love this podcast. I listened to your podcast when I was on the road, and it's it's good. I like what you're doing. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Um, you were a big inspiration. You know. Thank you. Yeah, I you, owe it you were I like owe you to pushed you too, man. You pushed me off the edge, man. Oh, right there, Melrose. Same so, here. Go to DarrenCarter.com. You'll donate. check out my podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Donate. <laughs> you don't have to donate, but if you want to, no. <laughs> no, I will say also, Dean Larratt, uh, uh, Darren is responsible for my podcast as well. I, 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 What's it called? Bedtime Stories with Dr. Dean. All right, cool. Okay. And then, Chris? No, just a What's a Mata podcast. Hey, what's what a Mata? Yeah. 
What's a Mata? Um, anybody doing Mata. a show? ChrisMata.com? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I guess, quote unquote, featuring for Darren. Oh, yeah, Flappers, fi- yeah, February 15th, 15th and 16th. 16th. Flappers, oh, cool. February awesome. 15th and 16th. All right, good. Uh, flappers, thanks to Flappers for letting us do this. They're very generous for us coming here. And What's just, your yeah. next one going to be? Are you going to go to the improv again? The next the podcast? Store? I have no idea. That's Which the clubs idea. Which do you like going to um, to do this? I like them all. I mean, I just, I mean, I'll even do a damn podcast in a grocery store. Have that's you done the, the Laugh Factory yet? Not yet. No, but that's a hard place to do it because it's it's not a, maybe on the sidewalk. I think the improv's good because there's that sidewalk. Yeah, the and I, I don't mind doing the comedy. And I listen to that one where you're at the improv. Yeah, so I have no idea. It's off the cuff, so we'll see what happens. That's the magic of it. it just happens when it happens, you know, and what comes out comes out. So there you go. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, thank thank you guys you, for Kevin. hanging out. This was great. See you guys later.